Welcome back to the podcast with your Zahar and Lucas. And we have Trevor. Was he here? La- yeah, he was last week. Here last week. Um, uh, no, 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 he wasn't. wasn't. Okay, never no, mind. My bad. We're... Um, <laughs> Trevor's back for <laughs> the playoffs. We're juggling shit. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's we're, we're kind of on like a roller coaster, just like stuff's happening and stuff like we're kind of paying attention, but we're kind of not. Euros is happening, so like I'm all invested in that. I'm basically spending like six to eight hours a day just watching TSN. Yeah, my both... four days ago. So yeah, he has, wisdom, he has wisdom teeth pulled out. That's why we didn't have yeah. have him on. No, my both my teams lost in the first day, so I think I'm. Uh, you're kind of screwed if both you're, if you lose on the first day. Yeah, that's what sucks about Euro is like. No, it's you not. Lose... Actually, you're not screwed on the first day. Yeah. Like okay, so if, if you Ukraine. If, in our situations, they, like Poland lost to who did they lose to? They lost to like Slovakia. Slovakia or, lots of Slovakia. Like you're not gonna beat like Sweden or or Spain. Because yeah, uh, they're facing Spain tomorrow. Yeah, and Croatia's playing right now. I don't I, I don't remember who they're playing. Like okay. they lost to England, so like I'm not really gonna fault them for that. England's really yeah. good, but maybe. um, uh, okay. Back to back to hockey. This is a hockey podcast, so I think we'll talk about that later at the end of the podcast if we get to it. Um, mm-hmm. So we have the semifinals happening right now in the uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I just I just call them the conference finals. That's the conference that's finals, semifinals, whatever. Yeah. Um, Vegas and Montreal are tied one one, and last night the the Lightning took a two one lead over the Islanders. How do you, did you guys watch it? How do you guys think uh, about it? How's everything going? And yeah. so I, I I tuned in and out definitely. Um, I the, the game yesterday was it was fun. It was it was good. It was a good game. Uh, just the Islanders really I felt poured it on when they were down, but I think that Tampa's just really good defensively. They have a, they have a good way of they have a really good way of uh, getting the puck out in key in key times. Not really. Not really giving in to so much pressure, uh, not having you know constant fire drills in, in their uh, in their defensive zone. And the one goal that the Islanders scored, I don't, I don't like when defensemen do this. I don't know if you guys if you guys have a different, a different yeah. opinion. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Where so Vasilevsky makes it basically yeah. into his own net. Yeah. No. So Vasilevsky makes a save. Chernak has the puck. Chernak on the light, and he's trying to like sort of guide it back into Vasilevsky's pads or whatever, or guide it back into Vasilevsky's area. And Cal Clutterbuck takes a swipe and it goes in. My my whole thing is why doesn't Chernak just turn the puck around and fling it up the boards to a, to a winger or, or just get it out of the zone? I take an like, icing over that play. I take yeah, I take an icing over that. And so many defensemen do that. Like I don't. That that's a. That's a scary play. No, like I, that I played I played D my whole life when I played hockey. And like if you're ever the only time you shovel is if the puck's between the goalie and the net. Yeah. You shovel back. And you shove and, it into like between their legs into their like the pads. Yeah. And like yeah, even, even like on the off chance you are gonna try to guide it to the goalie, you don't shovel it, you like or you don't like you, you keep tap it on your stick and you like guide it. Yeah, as opposed and, to and just the only time, shooting it. The, the, the only time you should really do what Chernock did is if there's no Islander in sight. There was like two, three guys in the zone. Clutter, also, it was like Clutterbuck and like Vasilevsky, a couple guys. Vasilevsky needs to be able to see that Chernock was doing that to anticipate. Oh, he didn't know, he didn't know anything that was happening. Down. He didn't like, know anything. Is it can also be effective if the goalie knows it's coming. Yes. But Vasilevsky had a lot of other things going on in the crease. He had mm-hmm. no idea where the puck was. 
Yeah, no idea what was going on. So, I so I don't like. I'm not gonna. I I blame Chernak on that goal. I'm not gonna blame Vasilevsky because he didn't know what was happening. R- realistically, he didn't know what the hell was going on. So I that was the that was the one Islanders goal and good for Cal Clutterbuck, but it was a very very preventable goal. Very very preventable. The easiest goal Clutterbuck's ever scored. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, Tampa gets home ice advantage back. Um, hopefully they win game four because I can't deal with the Islanders anymore because their fans suck. No, they just oh, sorry. Game, three. game four. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Hope, no, I'm saying I'm hopefully blank. they win game four so I because <laughs> their their fans suck. And uh, yeah, it was a good it was See, a, it was a good game. Uh, I'm on the anybody but Vegas train. I don't care who wins this series. <laughs> Uh, uh no, no no i'm on anyone uh we talked about this last week yeah. we spent like 20 minutes talking about this it's i'm on anyone i'm for vegas and lightning that, that's anybody who i want to win vegas. the Stanley Cup. i couldn't care less about any other team anybody but vegas trevor why if if i'm a canucks fan remember who cares your team was gonna do shit anyways <laughs> i just i don't like a lot about vegas i could go through a list Go through the list because I, oh, I yeah, Vegas, go for it. I find Vegas very likable. Oh, uh, I mean, for one, it's a specific division team. Let's go to that saying. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Two, That's the only thing I would not. Okay, like Trevor. Them. So why I'm cheering for Tampa and the Knights is because I uh, Islanders and Canadians hockey is brutal, and if those one of those two teams wins, we're all screwed, because we're all going to be going back, back in time. No, no offense, just straight defense. It's early two thousands, one nothing overtime games is what, is exactly. what we're playing for. I just can't stand Vegas. There's just there's something about the team. It's the arrogance. It's okay. One thing, this might be just a minor thing that just pisses me off. Their Twitter account might be the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Have you that's, ever that's seen a very good point. Twitter account? Yeah, I have. I have. It, it it's written. It feels like it's run by a ten year old girl. <laughs> I've I actually mean, never Carolina's seen their Twitter, Twitter account. Carolina's Twitter can be a little much sometimes. Carolina's so Twitter. Like Vegas can be a is just much. whiny. Every time they lose it, send puppy pics, please. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is that? Okay. I, also, I don't, I don't this, find this, is, this is a team in their fourth year of existence. Tre- Trevor, this is, this is you sounding like years. an old man. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, think I, it's I, just hate, old man. I hate everything but Vegas. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it might be irrational. It might be irrational, but I, I just that's that's my I just can't stand Vegas. It's a bit irrational. Good, it's because they're good and there shouldn't be. I think that's why people are mad at Vegas. It's because they're and good and they shouldn't that, be. Like people, people use the excuse they would gift drop a team. That I I disagree with that take too. Oh no! Like that's they not were not even why, a gift wrap team. Mad. That's not even why I don't like them. It's not like the whole take is like they were gift wrapped team. Everybody thought that team would suck. Everyone thought that team was going to suck. Everyone said that team was yeah. going to suck. Like that's a dumb argument. That's not why I don't like them. I just there's a lot of things. I think a lot of it just has to do with the amount of shit I'd have to deal with if Vegas wins and being in the Pacific Division and just having to deal with that fan base constantly. I think is the biggest driving factor. And then I just like to nitpick other little things in there to rationalize it. But yeah, that's but what, then that's what it's like with us and the Habs and the Islanders. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to deal with their just, shit too. Just, uh, the other teams I don't really care. Montreal would be kind of annoying because you get a lot of the Toffoli crap going on. Um, and the whole Canada, 
like who was like who like of the teams in Canada, who's the one that got the most recent cup? Like we it's haven't had Montreal. a cup in Canada in a long it's time. Still Montreal, so it's still yeah, Montreal guess, either yeah. way. Yeah, but that's a fully like, dude. He's been incredible. He's been I'm unreal. I'd be so happy for him if I won if you if they won the cup, but I just could not deal with the um, response from Canucks Twitter and the Canucks media. And it would so what we do awful. is we go to Rogers Arena. We have ten people and we raise signs that say Jim Benning needs to be fired. We have 10 people that go to Rogers Arena to say get him fired. Uh, still the funniest. That's still the funniest. Like, I didn't know that happened until you, I was like, yo, eight people. Eight people showed no, that up. Was, that was <laughs> unfortunate. That was very unfortunate. But it's just, it's like with the Habs and the Islanders. The Islanders, if the Islanders win, we're going to get all these John Tavares memes, uh, all these 91 tour uh, uh, messages. Uh, and then with the Habs, obviously it's the Habs, it's long time rivalry and whatnot, like, and the Leafs chokes like that. Like that, I understand. Funny. But the Islanders I mean, thing, I just want to go to bed. I really I want, want that to, to be bed. mad about the Lightning going back to back, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Be I'd either. be happy. I would not I'd be, be happy for the Lightning to go back to back. I would not be mad. Want to know why? Because how many years? How many years could you have? Could you before they won the cup last year, where you're like they could have won that cup. They could have won that cup. Yeah. Them like and and if they won it this year, I could see them winning it next year. Honestly, it could be a set a, a sign of like them them paying back for all those all those cup cups that they choked away. All if those, they win this yeah. year, I don't care. Good for them. Yeah. If they win three in a row, that'll be mad. Yeah, yeah I guess. But <laughs> but but it's, it's how it goes. yeah. I, I I understand that, but I can also but them winning two in a row is almost like payback for them. You know, choking against Columbus. Losing to Washington, losing to all those other teams in the playoffs. You look at hockey history, though, too. Like, it's generally when a team gets really good, they'll win multiple at a time. Like, Pittsburgh won that back to back. You had basically uh, Chicago and LA just swapped for, they swapped year for, for like five years. Five yeah. years. Like, that's normal. Detroit had their dynasty. Mm-hmm. They, um, like, you look at the early to mid 2000s, it was basically the Devils, it was the Avalanche, and it was the Red Wings. Yeah. And then Pittsburgh had one. Like it's like that's kind of normal for hockey. Like I, I would not surprise me at all if Tampa goes back to back because that just seems to be how hockey works. That would like, that, would, that, seems that would be the best case scenario out of all these for four me. teams. That would be the best case scenario for me. And for just, the, be- yeah, the best I'm case sure scenario anybody is anybody but Vegas, but like yeah. like literally any of the other three teams wins, I won't be mad. Um, best case I'm, is I'm Vegas is uh, Vegas mad. Tampa Cup final and Tampa wins. That's the best case scenario. Yeah, for me. And man, Montreal looked really good on two, uh, in game two. They almost gave it up. Uh, they had the demon Jeff Petrie, uh, who who was playing. And yeah. was that okay? I, I saw I saw a breakdown of his of his injury what and whatnot. Still, someone who has blood in their eyes, it's a little scary for me. But apparently, apparently, it's not actually that serious. Like, apparently, like you can pop a blood vessel or uh, yeah, blood vessel. Yeah, you can, yeah. Pop, you can pop a blood vessel and have it be like that, and it's actually not as as no, you know, yeah, terrifying. It just looks scary. It yeah, it just looks like he's about. It just looks like his eyes are coming out. Yeah, yeah that so that- series is is interesting. I think both series. The first goal is massive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because both the Islanders and Montreal, once they get up, 
that game slows just down. One three one Devils early two thousands trap. That like game that's, just gets that's what happens. slow, and that's exactly what those two defensive teams want. Yeah, it's it's what they want, which I understand. Um, people people kept saying like, what a you know Carey Price unbelievable save on that. Okay, that that he had an unbelievable save on. It was one of the luckiest saves I've seen him make this playoffs. Because he shot it and it didn't shot. hit his block or anything. That was a bad shot. It was a bad shot. It was a bad shot. It was, it was one of the luckiest shot. saves because he sh- it didn't hit his blocker. It didn't hit his shoulder. It literally hit like, no, no one could see me, but it hit like his rib right here. And it just, it, it hit him in the rib. He didn't actually like put his rib out. He just, it just hit him in the rib. Like it was supposed to go, you know, through his, uh, through his arm and it hit his rib instead. Like it was a bad Vegas shot. This is really so, good. And I think that might have been. Look good. Sorry, repeat that one more time. Vegas is really good at making other goalies look good. Oh yeah, they take they just, a lot of shots. Yeah, and a not lot high, of them are low percentage. Yeah, they're not good shots. Mm-hmm. Like, and the goalie saves most of them. Just, He's like fifty shots on that, but they only score like two goals. So it yeah. looks like the goalie's really good, but in reality, the like the shots on goal weren't very well. Like, you look good. at the Vancouver series last year with Thatcher Demko, like. I don't think I could pinpoint a single one of his saves that were like excellent. He made a yeah. few pretty good ones, but like most of them are just puck just hit him because they shot it right at him. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like it's see Vegas's mentality. I assume Vegas's mentality is like throw everything but the kitchen sink at a, at a goaltender. Some something's gonna go in. Something's gonna bank off of someone's ass. Something's gonna be a rebound right in front. You know, so, so it's gonna go in eventually. And, and that's I, not realistically. A, that's not yeah, a keep, bad way of doing it's stuff. Not. It's not because... a good. It's not a bad mentality. I think yeah. on a power play, that's what. On a power play, that should be your go-to mentality. Wasn't that yeah. the Leafs, which is what happened. But on a power play, send everything to the net. Just send yeah. everything to the net, and s- someone's gonna beat it. Uh, and I think that's a that's a really good mentality from Vegas. Um, they, they do make goalies look good. I I can under- I can see that point. But hey, if it, if it works, which it has been, they're you know they're in the conference finals or semifinals, whatever. Uh, they could go up to one today. I hope so. Yeah, and I think we'll, interesting we'll see. game. Uh, Very like interesting I, game. The way that if the Vegas plays like they did in game one, then Vegas is going to win this series. I if think Vegas play, just had a really bad game uh, in the in the second game. Weird. Yeah. Montreal won the first period in both games. I think they played. They were the better team in the first period in both games. Yeah. They started better. Yeah, and then Vegas after the first period went okay. My turn. Yes. They yeah. just happened uh, to dig themselves too big a hole in game two. Also, that third goal that Paul Byron scored, hey, Flurry, maybe if you stay in your net, you have a better chance of, of, of saving that's that. Flurry. That's Flurry. Like, that's what Flurry does. Like, he's aggressive. He loves uh, the But there was check. there was no need for a you know flying poke check on that on that play. Like it wasn't like there was a 50-50 puck and he just kind of went for it. Um Byron had complete control and he went and did a flying poach check anyways. And sure enough, it was, you know, it went in the back of his net. So Flurry plays. I I thought that was a bad read by, by Flurry. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Byron scores anyways, because apparently he could score diving one need uh, trip, trip goals. But I, I, I thought that was a bad read by, by our boy, Mark Andre McFlurry. And, uh, he, and, that really cost cost them the game because they lost that game by that goal. So 
I expect I expect Vegas to play a lot better tonight, and I expect Montreal to play play well. Like I, it'll, like, it'll be Montreal's interesting great. because the big thing with Montreal is they were missing Petrie in Game One, which that's a oh, massive that loss for them. Petrie's a, back. Petrie's a, a the very interesting player. one for me is if Chandler Stevenson plays tonight for Vegas because he didn't play Game Two. He's their number one center. Now it's Alex Tuck. Alex Tuck is is playing. Oh, I love on, Alex Tuck. If we're talking about game three, Dominic Ducharge is currently isolating in his house because yes. apparently the COVID test came back, like it came back positive, then came back negative, then came back positive. So they're having some issue with like their, his COVID test. So he's isolating. So there is a chance that he's not playing or he's, yeah, not, he's coaching. not coaching. Yeah. And Alex that's Burrow's season. Sorry. Alex Burroughs, maybe because Alex Burroughs oh. is the assistant. Yeah. See, and then here's um, my here's here's something that I have that I'm so puzzled with. So I think it was Eric Engels or John Liu, one of them, said that uh, um, Dominic Ducharme's fully vaccinated, but still his texts him back positive or something, and he can't and he can't play. He's in protocol. The same thing happened with Chris Paul. I know it's a different sport uh, in the NBA where he's fully vaccinated, but had a you know, but is in protocol for some reason. I I don't get it. I don't get how you can still be in protocol after being fully vaccinated. That to me is that to me is very weird on how both leagues have sort um, of set up their so their issues. I'm no expert, but um, I like I have an aunt that she works in a lab, mm-hmm. and she said that she gets one like COVID is such a weird weird like disease, which that's why they they think it came from a lab is that they sample the same like test three times and they can get two positives or two negatives from that one sample. And it comes back either or like, I, I'm not excited, but like, this is what she was saying is that sometimes like some samples, they come back negative, but then you retest them. They come back positive. So it could be that I don't know. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, what, what I'm more, what I'm more, of, uh, I don't know what the right word is. Uh, interested in is the fact that like, you know, both both of them are both players were like the coach and the player were fully vaccinated, but still they could somehow go through the protocol. Uh, I I'm a little I'm a little confused about that and how the league set up that protocol. They're probably just taking the 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 most precaution necessary, which I understand. But just I like you said, it's a very weird. It's it's weird in the fact that like one can be positive, one can be negative, and then it can be positive again, and they can go back to like yeah. like that's. That's that's a weird system. That a uh, system. That's a weird. That's just weird about the disease. You can't you can't control that. Yeah. But I, I hope for the best for Dom Duchard because you know you don't wish you don't wish ill will on anyone. So this has happened before, I think, in, in the NHL, and it, they just retested him and everything was fine. Uh, oh yeah, and, like, things happen. Yeah. Negative. So. How would Jesse play RV? Or yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I ever, yeah, Jesse Fuli RV had like an inconsistent or whatever, and they pushed the game back an hour. Everyone freaked out, and it was like, oh, it's actually negative. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then let's play. And so it, it happens. Like, like it's uh, so so weird. But I I just hope for the best for Dom Dom Ducharme. Uh, I, I think it'll be a good game tonight. Uh, I'll be I'll be watching and flip flopping between bass because I think the I think the NBA playoffs have been really really fun to watch. Uh-huh. I, I really enjoyed them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I hope, I hope the game's good tonight and I hope Montreal doesn't Uh, 1-3-1 the entire game long. So between these two games, I think the Knights are just the better team and they're going to pull this off. Like I, I, I Montreal. The Knights could have, they almost came back from 3-0. 
Yeah, Montreal has de- um, uh, defined expectations this entire um, playoff runs, and I I think this is where it stops. This this is where the Montreal Canadiens get stopped, and uh, I'm happy about that because this I mean, yeah, uh, this is an interesting series though because I think. Out of either of those matchups, like whether it's Colorado or Vegas for Montreal, Vegas is a better matchup for Montreal. Um, in terms of the matchup, I Vegas is definitely the better team, but I just think that gives Montreal at least a fighting chance to make this a close series. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a better matchup because like Vegas is so high powered on offense and their defense, their defense is their weakest point. And then it's the, it's the flip side for, uh, for Montreal. And you brought up Colorado. I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up. I think we, we talked about this earlier. Like imagine if that team was in a Canadian market and still not like pushing through to the Stanley Cup final and getting past, getting past the second round. Like you can, you can laugh at the Leafs, you know, laugh at Austin Matthews. I understand, I understand. but like Nathan McKinnon, has never paid it past the second round. And before before last year, before the bubble, he had only won one round in his entire life. Like, I'm not saying he's Nathan McKinnon's incredible and he's just he's he's an unstoppable beast. But you talk about players that can choke and crack under pressure when it comes to the big moments. I think that if that if those guys were in a Canadian market, they would be they'd be plagued as guys who can't can't get it done in big times. Like what do you yeah. what do you guys think? Yeah, I think that they, they would be plagued by that. But um, do we blame uh, the Avalanche for being like not winning anything, or can we blame like the playoffs, like how the playoffs are set up? Because you have to face Vegas in the second round, and like that's like that's kind of ridiculous if you really think about it. Like that could be a Stanley Cup Finals like matchup, and they have to face each other in the second round. Mm-hmm. But that was just how the divisions were. In, in a normal year, they would actually face each other. I'm pretty sure in the in the third round in the Western Conference, oh, and that okay. and that would be like the Avs are in the Central, right? They're not in the Avs are Central, Vegas yeah. is Pacific, yeah. So oh, they okay. would be playing in the third in a third round against each other. But then last year in the in the bubble, they couldn't make it past uh, they couldn't make it past Dallas. Oh, um, oh, but like, okay, so like last year, like how can you like? They were on their third string goalie with Michael Hutchinson, Michael that. Hutchinson. So it's like in that series. Are you talking yeah. about are you talking about NHL uh playoff winner uh, Michael Hutchinson? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yes. more series wins than, <laughs> than the Leafs. Than the Leafs. <laughs> so. Michael Hutchinson and the lefty Pavel Frenzos. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean I know I can't blame there, there are situations and circumstances, but like they also won two games with Michael Hutchinson in that. That's okay. They took that game, they took that seventh game to overtime and then they still yeah. lost. Yeah. So I'm not saying that the team's bad because they're not, but I'm just saying if they like, he should be so happy. He's not in Edmonton or Calgary or even Vancouver. Cause he would be, he would be plagued as a guy who can't get it done in the big moments. I, yeah. I, I, that's, and that's not just him. That team is too good to only be out in the second round. Like, yeah. is that, that, that's, that's my, that's my the one thing McKinnon has going for him is his contract. Yeah. Which at the time people thought was too much. People thought that his six point one was was a real payday for him. Which is stupid. Which is so stupid. He's but he turned. But then, then as the contract went on, he turned into the greatest player, arguably the greatest player in the game. And yeah, MVP caliber. Like if Connor McDavid 
if Connor McDavid missed the playoffs, he would be the he, like if the others missed the playoffs, he'd be the MVP this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that yeah, good point with the contract. But I'm saying like, and they got some, they got some, they, they got to figure some things out because they're. I think both their goaltenders are UFAs along with Gabriel Landeskog. Their captain is also. Yeah, UFA. and, uh, and I, they got to pay Kale McCarr. And they got to pay Kale McCarr. Like so that that team's got a that team's got some some decisions to make. Knowing them, they'll all get signed for a million bucks each. It's Joe Sakic. Because Joe Sakic. <laughs> Who everyone who everyone three years ago thought was the worst GM in history because because he had McKinnon, Duchesne, and uh, someone else and like that whole squad and they couldn't and they were last by like yeah. a wide margin to Duchesne too long and and they got stuff. rid of and they got and when and they were a chef's kiss in that Duchesne trade they were the ones who made it out the best they were yeah. the worst team and it wasn't close in 2017 they had 47 they points the and they lost, lost the lottery, lottery and ended up with Kilmacar and ended up with Kilmacar if I lose the lottery and I end up with Kel McCarr, I'm pretty happy with oh, that. How that team draft lottery out. is actually hilarious because the top, the worst three teams all dropped. Yep. And you, there's a, at least two of those three teams benefited because the first two picks were Nico Heischer and Nolan Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third overall pick was Miro Heiskanen. So Dallas jumped up a bunch. Dallas jumped up a bunch and that they mm-hmm. won the lottery for third and that's big for them. Colorado jumped, dropped one to four, got Kale McCarr. Vancouver dropped two to five, got Elise Pedersen. Those aren't actually bad choices. Like and those really Vegas aren't bad choices. Three to six and got Cody Glass. And I mean, I, I don't know. And Cody Glass really hasn't worked out. Okay, of the three first round he picks, hasn't, he hasn't really established himself yet. So, so Vegas has three time. first round picks in that, that draft. Kept one of them, and it was Cody Glass. The other was Nick Suzuki, and the other one was Eric Branstrom. To be who fair, are, Eric Branstrom turned into Mark Stone. Yes, Eric and and Nick Suzuki but, turned into Max Pacioretty. So, so but there yeah, is, there is that. Yeah. There is that factor to it, but like, man, if I I'd much rather have Nick Suzuki than Pat than Max Pacioretty at this point. Like, I, yeah, I, but Vegas is a win now team, so it's yeah. it's I don't know, which is crazy, which is crazy. Yeah, and they shouldn't be, but they are because Vegas yeah. and it's and it's funny. Man. I remember that 2017 draft. I wanted the Canucks to draft Cody Glass so bad, and thank God they didn't. And I'm but I'm okay God with the result. Didn't. And it was um, moving on to um, some Leaf stuff because we haven't really spoken about them since their terrible Good. loss. Um, Jason Spezza resigns oh, for okay. one year at 70, uh, 750K. Um, did Good. They, did they move up the minimum uh, salary you can take? Because I, I swear to God that last year the the max, the minimum you could take was 700 grand. And this, and this year he signed for League Men and it's 750. So they must have moved it up for 50 grand. I uh, think they that, might have. Uh, so you so you can't move up the salary cap, but you could move up the minimum salary taken. Screw yeah, you. Yeah, so NHL. from twenty twenty, so it's from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one, it was seven hundred k, and then um, it increased uh, for the twenty twenty one twenty twenty two season with the new That's agreement. Good. With the new agreement, screw you, NHL. No, yeah. I'm. Uh, I, I was. Can I be honest? I thought he was going to ask for a million bucks. I would have given him a million bucks after. Well, he after said what he the, did. He said in an interview. He said that he if I could less, take more, I take would less. take less. Which or, is just, yeah. If he could take less, he would. Oh my god! Like he's the he's the, he's the greatest jam of all time. I feel so and bad Mitch for Mitch Marner dragged this team through the mud to get the money he got. And this guy who's like forty five years old 
not actually, but just in hockey terms, he's 45 years old. And he's like, I just want as little money as possible. Spencer like, made his money, though. But Spencer's already made his money. Spencer made Mitch Marner money when he was Mitch Marner's age. Like, yeah, like those Ottawa, his money those Ottawa teams were great. Those yeah. Ottawa teams he was on, him, Danny Alfredson, Danny Heatley, and, like, uh, who else? I'm forgetting. I'm, I'm probably forgetting some other names. Like, those teams were great in the late 2000s and early 2010s. So yeah. he's made his money then. So I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna use the Mitch Marner comparison. But he made Mitch Marner ask money, uh, in his in in his youth and his prime. So like it's so it's like what's what's he gonna do? Ask for ask, ask for you know all this all this money? No, he's he's he clearly yeah, just, wants like he's committed to mad. winning. And I know you're just mad. Other players are. He knows the Leafs um, don't have a lot of money to work with. Yeah. And he knows yeah. that, you know, you got to put the best team around them and they got to, you know, they got to find a way to break through, right? So, yeah. You do speaking what you got to do. And, and speaking of guys who want to chase money, I oh. don't know <laughs> if they're ever going to break through at this point. I just, I give up. I don't know. I just, uh, well, we'll, just we'll see. I understand pain. We'll see. Just, and, and speaking of guys who want to chase money instead of winning, Zach Hyman's not coming back. So, screw him. Here's my question. What? Where's the maximum you go with him on a contract? With Zach Hyman, he wants five million bucks. Are you high? I know uh, he's a big man. What would you pay him, either term or uh, money? How much? Like, would like you pay to bring him back? How much was I, he making on his last contract? He was making like two two five, which for Zach two, Hyman two, is low. Which for Zach so Hyman I, and how much he's worth is low. I'd give him like three five or four, something like that for three, like three five years. four. But that would have to be on like six years to bring down the AAV. But then do you want him for six years? Because he's not no, going to be a functioning six player at six years when he his contract's no, still $3 million. I was thinking, three, I was thinking three, three, five, four, 3.5 or 4 for like three or four years. That that I would have been fine with. This guy wants $5 million? I'm sorry. I can't no, okay. pay him that. Somebody's going to give it to him and it's not going to age well. Yeah, it's it is. Vancouver, Someone is going to give laugh. it to him. It's it's and the it's same. Gonna be, and it's going to be Vancouver because he's a he's a grinding no, third line and second I, no, liner. No, no, and, I, and I'm going to laugh. Vancouver doesn't have the money to spend on the, him. Yes, Someone's... they do. Jim will find a way. Jim, ask Trevor. Jim always finds a way. Don't give Jim ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Jim always finds. You know what'd be funny if just Jim sitting in his office, like going through Spotify or like Apple Podcasts and just finding new podcasts, listening to them. Oh, he's like, oh crap, they talked about the Canucks. Let me see, see their ideas. Oh, they talked like... about the Canucks. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Zach Hyman's. Oh, okay. Zach Hyman's. Okay, let, let me look at the stats. Zach okay. Hyman, five over six years. Mm, sounds like Zach a tasty Hyman's deal. Guys, 25, 25 points in his last uh, thirty-three points last season. Okay, okay, okay. Twenty-five the year before in a short in a shortener in a in a, in a shorter season. The last one. Okay, okay. Yeah, five million bucks. Let's go. Like Zach Hyman, he's a great player. I I like Zach Hyman. It's just. I just feel like the way he plays, and I mean, he had a major knee surgery and then just injured yep. the same knee. Yep. When, as he ages, he's going to lose a step. It's inevitable. Uh-huh. I just, that's a contract that I think is just, in the first couple of years, I think it'll be great. Whoever yeah. picks him up, first couple of years will be good. The longer it, that contract I think it'll be goes, similar to the Josh Anderson contract where like someone's going to sign him. They'll do, he'll do well for a couple of years. And then I think it's just going to age horribly. Like again, like the first couple of years, there might be people if he signs somewhere else, the Toronto media will be like, Oh, should have brought back Hyman. Then the last couple yeah, of years will right. be like, you're right. they Thank should. God you didn't sign Hyman. Yeah. You know, like 
Like it'll it'll be that. I think it'll be something like that. First couple of years, it'll be really good and people will be mad. And then the last few years, it won't age well and people will be like, oh, that's why we didn't sign him. And yeah. it, it, it makes me so mad. It really makes me so upset because I thought Zach Hyman really wanted to be here. I really did. I really thought that he, well, that he liked this team. I, I think he does like the team. I think he likes being a Toronto Maple Leaf. I just think that he this is his last he sees this as his last opportunity to get the money he so to get the money that will sorry secure his future and his kids future and their grandkids' future and if you have that opportunity i like i wouldn't pass that up i would take that opportunity and run with it he's 29 yep. this is his last big contract he somebody's going to overpay him yep somebody's, somebody's going to overpay him He's going to play. Me. I'm sorry. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be the gonna, He's going to play for that team for whatever, five, six years, depending on how that contract is. And I think he's going to finish his career as a Maple Leaf. I fully he's expect gonna... him to get a five by five. From, yeah. from Jim Benning. No. Jim, no, no. You know Jim Benning has too many. Lucas, stop trying to send Jim Benning, uh, Hyman to, to Vancouver. Jim Benning has enough stuff on his plate that he's not going to have time to deal with. Um, yeah, he's going to run out of time. You Zach never. He's oh, run out of time. Yeah, run out of time. <laughs> I okay. I hope you were talking about the contracts, the Tanev contracts, when, when he said that. I hope that's what you were bringing up. Yeah. No. Okay. Wasn't good. that the Tavoli contract? That was yeah, Tavoli. he talks about the like yeah. the Tanev Markstrom and Tavoli contracts. He just goes run right out of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jim oh, you know who's gonna, you know, you know gonna do it? You know who's gonna sign? You know who's gonna sign Zach Hyman? The New York Rangers, because they got bullied around by the Washington Capitals and that. One game, and they know, we, and they said, "We need Brett. Here's Zach Hyman for four four years of five million bucks." Gerard Gallant, here's your next, here's your next captain. So Lucas brought that up. Um, Gerard Gallant is the new head coach of the Rangers. He signs a four year extension, so that's going to be an interesting. Um... No, I, I think this, this signing is really good. I think he's going to be able was, to. I thought he was prime for Seattle, but I, it's, I think it's a good pickup for yeah. Them. So for when it comes to Seattle, Rick Tockett is a, apparently um, the front runner for the Seattle Kraken team, uh, according to Elliot Friedman and Thirty One Thoughts. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, the expansion is coming back, uh, coming up soon. Um, but Gerard Gallant, when it comes to the Rangers, I think that's a really good pickup, and it's gonna it's going to like allow this team to go further. And I yeah, think he's David going to bring Quinn all was a mistake. Sorry. Ooh, David Quinn. Yeah. David Quinn oh was a yeah, mistake. yeah. So yeah. No, and I think Jack Eichel's going to have a whale of a time with drug a lot. I think, I think he's really going to help him out. Yeah. Um, so Gerard Gallant did a lot with that scrappy team of uh, first year in Vegas. And um, I think he's going to be able to bring a lot more out of the Rangers uh, young players and Panarin and just like that entire team. So mm-hmm. I expect the Rangers to be in the playoff hunt next year. They didn't make it this year, um, but like there was weird circumstances surrounding it, but I, I ex- fully expect them to uh, make the playoffs next year. But we see the thing is we said that last year. And I remember, I remember us saying that last year and being like, I fully expect them to make the playoffs and they didn't. Now it was you said the weird circumstances. I but the thing is, all of those East Eastern Division teams are mostly in the Metro, are they not? Like yeah. most of them are in the Metro, except for Boston and uh, and Buffalo. Metro so, is what? Carolina's in the Atlantic, right? No, yeah. Carolina's in the Metro. Carolina's oh, in the it Atlantic. is in the Metro. Yeah, 
But Carolina was in the central this year, so they would so go. It's so like, got, go like Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh. Now, um, now after after that loss, do you think Pittsburgh's really on the down? Okay, uh, sorry, Lucas. I have to just oh, interrupt. Uh, Croatia's losing one zero, but continue. Uh, no, I think the Penguins. The Penguins are on the up, and uh, or not on the up. I think they're just going to be like they're just going to be slowly aging out with this core and f- like fighting for a playoff spot every single year. Like it's not going to be a guaranteed I'll, playoff. Spot. I'll put it this way: they brought in Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. That does yeah. not scream tearing anything down. Exactly. Yeah. You need to go as long there. as you have Crosby and Malkin. You ride that out. At least that's yeah. the way I think they are going to do it. But you ride them out until they're either dead or just unable to play on the ice. How can you throw Tristan Jari's glove hand out there every game and expect to win? Oh no! Like I, I, I expect them to, uh, to get a new, uh, to get a an, uh, maybe a goalie and maybe some defense, uh, just to help with like what was last year. I mean, and. Uh, so, okay, so Cap Friendly sort of updates to the fact where they kind of, like, the 2020, 2021 season is over, so now it just shows the 2021-22 season. Malkin's a UFA at, uh, after the year that's – so, with the year that's going to come up, Malkin's on the contract, and then after that, he's a UFA. I'm, I assume he's going to resign, but that's going to be an interesting situation. Uh, Brian Rust is going to be is going to be a UFA. What's well, Cap situation RFA. this offseason? Uh, this off season. So as, it, as we sit right now, um, they have to sign a bunch of guys and they are over the cap by 1.1 million. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. Um, and so they have, they have guys that they need to resign. Like I, I know Cody CC played pretty well. I don't really expect them to expect them to resign him. Um, there's like Jeff Carter, there's stuff to pay for this next year. Um, they got some decisions to make. I just, they could still be good. I'm not going to bet against Sidney Crosby, but I, this could be a situation of them just petering out in the playoffs. Like the Red Wings coming off the the playoff streak. Yeah. All right. We probably got to wrap this up and go to a new, (laughs) go to a new session. Yeah. Okay. And we're back. Um, so we talked about this a bit. Um, Rick Tockett is the front runner for with Seattle. Um, so that that's still determining. Um, just to remind you guys that July 21st is the Seattle expansion draft. So we're just we're really just waiting for that, I guess, and for the Stanley Cups to finish. I think uh, that if uh, Rick Tockett's the coach, I think Phil Castle's going to be going to be a part of the Kraken because I think I think Arizona's going to leave him exposed. Oh, well, that's that's good, I guess, for Phil Kessel. Well, because I know Kessel and Tockett have a really good relationship because they yeah, yeah. They, knew each other, they knew each other in Pittsburgh, and then like he coached them in Arizona. So I think that's, I think that's a really, I think that's that's probably gonna happen. Um, Oscar Lindbaum gets the Bill Masterton uh, Memorial Trophy. Well deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rod Brindamore wins the 2021 Jack Adams Award well and also deserved. gets a three-year extension. Did he actually he, sign this time? 
Yeah, yes. he actually signed. This is official now. Um, we were like talking about this a couple episodes ago. Is like we were confused if because because uh, they said like maybe two months ago before the playoffs started is that they're they're working on an extension and they have an extension already ready, and then like it wasn't confirmed that he signed or like nothing came out officially from the Hurricanes. And then now official, he gets the three-year extension. I'm assuming the entire, um, his entire staff also gets the three-year extension. Um, so, yeah. So he's Rod Burnmore isn't going to Seattle. He's not, uh, as, uh, as some people speculated, um, he's staying in uh, the hurric- with the Hurricanes. And um, I think the Hurricanes are going to be pretty good next year with Rod Burnmore back. And, uh, um, I, need, I, I need the Hurricanes to get over that second round hump for me to really believe in them because they've they both both of the last years they just once the second round like so they so in the bubble they won the they won the what is it round the play in yeah. round and then got shit can shit canned by the Bruins. Yeah. And then this year they won the first round and I think I think they won it in more games than they should have. And then the uh, the lightning, lightning. Uh, completely yeah. ran their show. So I I always really like the Hurricanes, but I need to see a little bit more from from them to really believe to really believe them. That's just that's just my that's just my. Yeah, I, agree. Agree. I think great coach. Alex Nedeljkovic, if he can kind of establish himself for the next couple of years, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they'll have stable goaltending, um, and um, they actually have a bunch of things they have to figure out because Dougie Hamilton is free, yeah. and apparently he, they allowed him to speak to other teams. I'm going to Toronto, baby. Eight by eight. Eight by eight, uh, Toronto. Uh, Jesus, I don't, I, don't do that. I don't think they do that. I'm personally, I don't think they do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's happening. Um. Um. Okay, one more thing. Um. So the uh, NHL Players Association pl- pl- player polls came out. Um. Do you guys want to? Have you guys seen this? Like yeah, I saw it once, and I, I don't remember a lot of that. Okay, yeah, don't I don't really... Let, let's see um, if you guys can guess who the players chose as the following stuff. Uh, who was the best defenseman according to the player poll? I think it was Vic, I think it was Victor Hedman. It was Victor Hedman. Okay. Um, best goalie. Vasilevsky. Yeah. Okay. That's Price. easy. Fifty-four percent. Most complete players. It, these, this is uh, two players. Bergeron and Crosby. I don't know who the other one is. Yeah, Bergeron and Crosby. Bergeron. Okay. By the way, if you guys disagree with any of these, just just listening. I, I I don't I don't disagree with that. Bergeron's always always the you know most complete. Best player. defenseman. Give it a year or two. It'll be either. That's gonna be Kel McCarr. That's gonna be Kel McCarr. Around yeah. Fox, I I want Kill McCarr to win the Norris this year because Hedman wins it every year. And I, I think Adam Fox wins the Calder actually. The Calder or Calder? Sorry, the Norris. I mean, uh, wait, Fox who does Adam there. Fox play for? Rangers. He's, uh, Rangers. Oh, so was Rangers. he really? Was he really so that good. great this year? Was he He's really so that? Okay, I I I just I haven't seen enough. I we were in the Canadian division. I wasn't watching the Rangers yeah. much. That, but I didn't even I, know he played for the Rangers. I I just, just I knew he was a player, but I didn't know who he played for. Uh, I I want I want Kel McCarr to win because I because I just uh, like no, same I names think... same names every year Hedman Doughty Burns also, like, from what I've seen this year like obviously I haven't been watching a lot of games but I seem to have heard from people that 
Um, seemed like Makar and um, Fox had better years than Hedman, but yeah, he's such a good player that a lot of yeah. times the Norris becomes a merit or not becomes a like a merit based contest. Like that's why Drew Doughty was nominated for the Norris like every year, mm-hmm. um, even when he started to decline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. yeah. Uh, moving on to most fashionable. That was Austin player. Matthews. That's Austin that. Matthews. Austin Matthews. Yeah. Uh, He's got Drew. I have an opinion on that one, but. He's got dread, man. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't – I don't pay attention to the guy's fashion sense enough to have him. Yeah, me neither. Me yeah. Neither. David Pasternak's got a good look, though. He's – Oh, the hat and everything? Yeah, that's good. He, yeah. uh, he shows out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then best reverse retro jersey. Oh, Colorado. Let's go. Cool. Um, I'm going to assume it was Colorado. The it was that one is Colorado so nice. by twenty eight percent, which is okay. quite a bit actually for for like yeah. the teams. For me, like it was that one. For me, like I remember when those came out, it was though that one. The LA one is really nice. Oh, yeah, the, the LA one, one looks so sick. good. It's um, so good. Both the of the, both the Leafs flames, and Canucks ones were terrible. The Leafs yep. and if the Canucks Flames too. weren't the Flames. I'd be more interested in that jersey. I, that horse is I actually I, I like that horse Blasty. Yeah. 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 Um, um, the the, the Leafs one, one should should be put I in like liked, a. But I'm not really sure about the yellow numbering. Of what the the, the wild. The subway wild. Oh, okay. oh, it looks like Subway. That subway that was the joke yeah. that everyone was saying. No, the Leafs like, one should be put in like a jail cell and never come out. Yeah, you know? it should be put it in a locker and just shoved to the middle of the earth and just left there. No yeah, one should have ever... Subway. The Canucks were Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have a nice combo drink. Mm-hmm. Minnesota versus uh, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I didn't hate those jerseys. They obviously weren't like the best. I didn't hate them. They were fine. I wanted, the, yeah, one, they were I wanted just... the, 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 black, the black and gold ones. Oh, like the, the black circular. skate. Give me the black skate. The, v, the, the old Vs are really ugly, but the one, yeah, the black skate. That, that, that one I really like. Yeah, oh, those are elite jerseys. They are. Was the best jersey Canucks ever had? Mm. Are the uh, is that is that all you have, sir? Basically, uh, yeah, that is all I have for today's right. podcast. So I have I have a question for you two, and I wanted to bring this up. So my so an article that I wrote that just went on that just went up uh, up on the Oakville News website. Um, I interviewed uh, f- uh, I got information on five Oakville Rangers that uh, got drafted into the OHL, um, and. One of them, one of them was drafted to the Kingston Frontenacs. Um, the Kingston Frontenacs general manager and coach is a guy by the name of Paul McFarland. Sahar, do you by chance remember who Paul McFarland was or is? No idea. No idea? Okay. Paul McFarland in the bubble in the 2019-20 season was the assistant coach to Sheldon Keefe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for the, yeah. For the Leafs. Yeah. So... I had an interview with him. I talked with him. Oh, cool. I wanted, some inf- I wanted some information on the guy that they drafted. And I'm also thinking, you know what? I'm going for the throat on this one. I'm saying, Paul, as a neutral member who used to be a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs, what do you think was the problem with the team this year and how they didn't succeed? I'm getting ready. I call him. He picks up. I hear kids running and commotion and a shitload of things going on in the background. 
and I asked my questions about his, the guy he drafted and hang, and end the phone call right there. Should I have gone for the throat or was the situation, or did I make a good, good, a good call by not doing it because the situation uh, wasn't warranted? I, uh, okay, so, okay, so you're, okay, so you're relatively young and you're new to the thing. So um, I think if you're in your position, you don't go for the throat just yet. I think it's a bit too early in your career to go for the throat. Um, also, I don't think you would have like, said anything bad about the team because he wants to be a head coach in the league someday and he wouldn't say anything bad on um just in in general like publicly he will never say anything bad about the Leafs and how they're doing they're like he probably yeah yeah exactly and you're just too early in your career to go for the throat that's that's what all I think See, but here's the thing. When I call, I call people. Like, I don't FaceTime them. Like, I call them. I yeah. try to make my voice a little lower to sound like I actually know, like, something. I've been here for a little bit. So maybe he knew I was 20. Maybe he knew that I was, that I was like, a child. But I try to make people think that I'm not. So that's why I wanted to go for the throat. But I heard, but I heard all this commotion and was like, don't think it's the time. He's probably got a lot on his plate. Yeah. So... So I didn't, I didn't, but I asked him about the the player that he drafted. Um, the article was so much fun to write. I just went like on different websites. I was just doing all this research and got all these quotes. Super fun. Uh, if anybody wants to check it out, it's on the Oakland News website. Uh, awesome, awesome time. Awesome time doing doing it. And like all those, uh, I I talked to I talked and texted with uh, about four of the five guys uh, and saw some of their highlights. Boy, is Hockey Canada gonna love these players? And boy, is Hockey Canada looking good? Like prospects are fun. Prospects are fun. Z's. Very as general yeah. managers say, pro, or I don't, I don't know if they say this, but that they uh, like the mystery box of a prospect over uh, uh, a certain player or a pick anytime or anytime, any day, they'll take the mystery box prospect. Yeah. And sometimes, prospects. sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't like, yep. yeah. Like sometimes I've... they'll get uh Next Suzuki, and sometimes we'll get Hunter Shinkarook. Like, <laughs> like that's that's what that's what that's what happens. I, mean, look, I, I have fun every year getting to around this point, looking into the draft and starting mm-hmm. to do research. And so I mean, Cuck's breaking the top ten, so I'm having a lot of fun looking at some possible yes. names. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's a good point uh, mm-hmm. to wrap it up. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Check out uh, Lucas's article. What's the t- article titled? Uh, I think it's uh, pretty sure it's just uh, five Oakville, Oakville Rangers have been selected to the OHL drafts. So I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's just it's just that. Check it out on Oakville News or um, on uh, on on his Twitter. I'll retweet it and then uh, you'll uh, be able to find it on. His I'm if if you just go to the Oakville News, just uh, click on the sports tab. It's the first one. It's the first one there. So you can so go check it out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Recommend us a friend, share the podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.